it's kind of funny that I'm starting this shit. And you don't hear Shakira over here talking about, <laughs> oh, you're running, you just did this, and I'm over here doing We're this. actually getting along today. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm oh, trying my God. I'm trying something new because <laughs> now your punk-ass friend didn't want to come and uh, tell me. He won't tell me at the last minute that he was in Atlanta. So that's the only reason why. I was like, yo, since we're going to do the show, maybe I should be a little bit nice to Ex- the co-host. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. That's all right, because I'll beat you and Bill up when you get back, but you're here by yourself, so. I know. Don't get these hands. <sighs> what hands? These. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, everybody, for uh, checking in today. This is Between Ratchet and Righteousness. I am your host with the most, Mr. Ronnie Marcel. And I'm here with uh, Miss Shakira. Hey, hey, hey. And today is going to be a little bit more intimate because, you know, it's just only us today. We don't have Billy Bands because he uh, decided to make a move to go to Atlanta. Not to move or anything, but he just wanted to go ahead and do what is. I think he went to some kind of barber convention or something like that. They have those? Yeah. Um, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's actually kind of dope because it's like hairstylists. Like the hair shows. Yeah. So, okay. like, you know, some people out there cutting hair for a mm-hmm. uh, presentation. So, you got the uh, Weave Wonder uh, ladies who be making these immaculate styles and stuff like that. Okay. He's going to see all that. So, I, cool I respect though. that. Like, I was like, okay, I understand that he's going to go and do that. So, I didn't, I was cool. But let's let's go ahead. I was like, all right, go. We got to have the show. Because the fact that there were so many things that happened back to back every week that we didn't have the show. Right. So the past week, the reason why we didn't really have the show, because Bill wanted to go to uh, Comic Con, <laughs> uh, Dream Con. I'm cool with it. I was like, bro, I want to go. I went on Saturday and, you know, he had got the whole ultimate VIP uh, action. He got the whole VIP thing, paid about three, four hundred dollars, stayed the whole week in whole Waco. And I'm like, oogie. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, <laughs> we could at least did the show. But I'm like, all right, yo, if this is what you want to do, like, oh, I respect that. Then, <laughs> week after that, was Mother's Week, uh, Mother's Day. Woohoo! Shout out to all the mothers. Yeah. Well, the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shade. The shade is real. <laughs> And, you know, since, you know, we got a mother in our midst, we, we just go ahead and say, hey, go ahead. You deserve this day. She's like, I can still do something. Y'all just call me in. I'm like, I mean, get your ass off. Just watch your kid. <laughs> they blessed me on my first Mother's Day. So thank you guys. That's what I mean. We did the most cost effective thing because I sure wasn't going to buy shit. See, but- <laughs> petty. I can't even get snacks. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or a Mother's Day gift. Even yeah, though it you ain't gonna get those snacks. You don't want to fuck up your braces. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. See, think about it. <laughs> Anyways, and then before that, I don't know. I think I think I was going through something, or I just tired of shit, and I just didn't want to do it. So either way, we are here, guys, and I'm thankful for uh, our listeners. I'm thankful for everybody that's uh, been um, asking me about what's going on and all that stuff. All inquiries? It was only one person. It I wasn't mean, that many. No, but you never still, do that. We have to. I know. It was come on. Very we got to hype ourselves up. Um, All mi- one million of our followers. Whoop, whoop. Well, to follow that, we just hit a thousand listens. Woohoo! <laughs> 
and talk about our million followers. Like, oh, we only hit a thousand listens. Like, shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna, we ain't got that much clout now. Uh, we gonna get there one day, but don't, don't like, don't put us up there. Like, yo, I'm gonna humble the shit out of us. Like, yo. He yeah. really does take us down like a Hell couple of pegs. yeah. Get your ass on. Get off that damn pedestal. <laughs> Shit. No, but Ronnie doesn't like humble you like nicely. Like he pushes you off the pedestal. Get your ass down. Hell hey, yeah. God. Just, yo. God, dad, you're running your my life. Your ass was on the ground. Don't uh, forget that you started somewhere. <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we here. Don't take that drink we're shit. St- <laughs> no, we're still at the bottom. <laughs> what happens Let, when you start at the bottom? Fact, no, le- no, no. Okay. Let's unwind a lot of shit that happened. Motherfucker, Drake bought a fucking uh, air, like a whole airplane. Whoa. <laughs> this Go dude, ahead, Drake. This dude bought a Boeing 767, I think. I, was, I don't know the numbers, and I don't know the name, but I know it was a big-ass uh, airline that cost a hun- $167 million, and that was before the uh, paint job, which he put the OVO uh, uh, logo, the uh, owl on that bitch. Oh, man. And on the wing, it said Air Drake. <laughs> So ahead, anybody that wants to flex, nobody can say shit about this dude. Like nothing. I was kind of mad. I'm like, damn, he over here just did a power move for all light skinned niggas out here. <laughs> so you know, I'm gonna just keep my t- a dark ass down until we all start revolting and shit. Well, they needed a movement. It's been you know <laughs> they've been out of season for a little but bit. But you so. know what? Here's the thing. He's Canadian, so that's why I'm gonna just leave it like that. Like yo, light skin niggas, light skin Canadians. They, I think they on a whole another level. They on a oh, they might yeah. be on a different. Maybe I need to move to Canada. That Man. might be a thing. Man, sit your ass down. Oh, God. See, see, see always that, ruining lives. See, see how she tried to get on that pedestal and I uh, threw her ass down. Like, right sit your down. ass down. <laughs> sit your ass down. Keep your ass in Austin, Texas. Motherfucker, yeah. ATX, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what else? Um, oh, one thing. So I heard the new song with Drake and Meek Mill. I had no idea that they were friends again. Like, I know I'm super late. Oh, my God. Y'all, did y'all just hear the hell? <laughs> I just heard the new song with Drake and Meek Mill. The song Wait. is fire. What? All right, what else did we miss? <laughs> so you just ignore? Yes, because I don't want to go ahead and talk about how old that song is. It's how old is it, Ronnie? That song is old as shit. Man, when you're trying to be a mother, like you miss out on some things. Yeah, I'm going to pull the mother card, even though I'm like Girl, two weeks in to being a mother. But Yo, this this song was <laughs> way, past, way before your daughter came into the damn world. Really? <laughs> no dang <laughs> no i didn't just hear it but i've been hearing it for a while but i just was saying i didn't realize they had mended their relationship <laughs> i did say i just heard it huh yes you did you, i'm not i'm not you called the song new that's what just <sighs> that's what can we just talk about them being friends again go ahead oh that's all i wanted to say <laughs> that was it <laughs> yeah you just going you're just taking this all to the next level ain't you yeah. <laughs> Damn, now I'm just kind of missing Billy. Like, what the fuck are you put me in, bro? Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Because Billy hurt. is still the one who talks about licking doorknobs. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not here to defend himself. Hey, I, you know what? Whatever Bill be doing to um, doorknobs, <laughs> hey, let my man do what he have to do. That's between him and his tongue. That's yes. it. So, and I'm out. We're out on that. <laughs> whoa. Okay. 
But yeah, um, so championships. That's all. Uh, Drake beat me up. That came out in twenty uh twenty eighteen. Are you serious? Yeah. So wow. Okay, I'm super late. Yeah, I don't want to give you the actual year. I mean the month, but don't please don't. Because now I'm really, I'm really because everybody on the podcast, everybody, all one thousand and one of our listeners are about to clown me. I ain't gonna front the thousand and one people. It's probably a couple of people that just watching this. Like, yo, this is some good ass shit. This is probably gonna listen to it multiple times. But, but anyways, um, so yeah. Anyways, Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day has passed. Um, how was your Mother's Day? It was really good. I spent it with my mom and my daughter. Um, she's currently still. Oh, look at that! You got three generations in the house. Whoop, whoop. Hey. Okay. Sorry. Was excited. <laughs> Super excited about being a mom. Don't you do it, Nazi? Come on, tell me what's up. Did he rush me off? Yes, I'm trying to get the story. Okay, fine. Good God. Um, no, but my mom and I we spent it together. We did um church, and then we went and spent time at the with the baby. She's still in the hospital because she was born early, and it was just a real good time. My mom and I had a chance to go and sit down and have dinner. We went shopping and just had to have a chance had a chance to have a good conversation and good conversation about being a mother and the sacrifices, if you call them that, that you make to be a mother and especially single mothers. Um, cause I'm currently not still not married. We won't talk about that. <laughs> that y'all, is off limits. Y'all Nigerian men need to come home and step up your game. I'm just saying. And I'll put a pin in that cause I just figured out how to find my messages on messenger. Ooh. Hilarious. Oh my God. Anyway. Um, but we spent some time in just talking about, whether or not doing it on your own is sufficient, but what happens when you have to do it on your own? I think those are the things that you have to look at. Either you step up to the plate or you don't. And at this point, I don't have a choice because she's here and I want to make sure that she has the best life that she can experience. Oh, that was, oh, God. No, I, I, I respect that. No, because, like, uh, one of the things I was thinking about, you know, this past Mother's Day, so my mom's back in Saginaw, Michigan, so, you know, Shout out back to the home team. And I was thinking to her, it was like, yo, I gone through so much shit. Like, I'm I'm the oldest, uh, I'm the oldest child, her first child. And like I went through so much shit. And like when you go through so much shit, you really think about all the shit that you had a good when you was younger. Mm-hmm. And you actually really think about like, yo, my mom had to endure a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So and what I mean by that, it's like, yo, I am uh, the oldest. I have three, uh, two other brothers and three other sisters. My mom came to the point where she was uh, going, to, uh, she was on a bus stop, going to work, working at J.C. Penney, uh, coming back home, working. Uh, we was on uh, food stamps and all that stuff, but yet she uh, still made a way. Mm-hmm. We ain't living on a project, but you know, we lived in a house. But at the same time, it was still a struggle. Me mm-hmm. staying home, uh, watching her brothers and sisters while she's always working, mm-hmm. and then also, you know, when she started working in a nursing home, getting us in daycare, getting some a uh, little bit of assistance, doing this and doing that. And I mean, like back in second all. Cost of living is kind of cheap, but at the same time, I was thinking to myself, I was like, yo, she did a lot because when I had got on my own, I was like, fuck, I cannot. I'm like, I got to pay a light bill. Right. And I'm like, nigga. And I get so mad at myself and I turn off certain lights. I'm like, damn. 
And then when I got to pay a water bill, and my mom talk about my her water bill this much, and I'm like, let alone with five kids in the house. Right. Nigga, like, I remember the times when we had a shared bath water. I was like, yo, <laughs> that was the nastiest shit ever. But at but the same you, I time, you, I, I respect that. I was like, yo, when you were young, like, the struggles that you went through, mm-hmm. it's like you really understand. You appreciate that. And, like, honestly, I think that's my mom. Like, I really know she was through the mud. And, like, we were in through the mud. And, like, mm-hmm. yo, it may be who I am today. I mean, that was real. Your mom was real impactful, and that's awesome. And I don't think as kids we realize how much our parents are going through, especially Mm -hmm. if you're living in a house with a single mom and she's making it happen. And I used to ask my mom, I was like, Mom, are we rich? She was like, "Uh, no. (laughs) But because I never, like, the name brand stuff, that wasn't a big concern of of mine. Mm -hmm. So people, like, I think kids might have been popular back then. If everybody had kids, I didn't necessarily have kids, but I might have had some bobos. But I'm telling you, if I had them all, Bobos. I don't they cost a dollar ninety nine. Bobos. They make you feel real fine. That's the song we oh, made up. Oh my god. They're just like the white no name <laughs> no name tennis shoes. Bobos. Uh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the way that she raised me and took care of me and showed me how to do things, I didn't know that my mom was struggling like that. I didn't mm-hmm. know, and she just went through so much. So, yeah, it was good to, to to talk to her and talk about the lessons learned and where you go moving forward. And then here's another thing, too. Like, I real deal appreciate it. Like, the fact that I had a fucking meal almost two, three times during the day, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, I had a full square meal, and, you know, at home, always had something to eat, even if it's leftovers, we mm-hmm. had something to eat. Or, you know, if we went home, you know, having a sandwich or you know, all that stuff. And my mom was not a advocate of going to get fast food all the time because, mm-hmm. one, we didn't really have a car back then until, like, a little bit afterwards. And, two, she didn't have the money. Right. So, shit, we had chicken and macaroni and cheese one night, and then... She fuck around, give us spaghettios and Franks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated mm-hmm. that dish so much. <laughs> but that's the, that about, was a staple uh, meal. It's just like, ugh, like I'm just thinking about that, and my mom just got like savory real quick. I'm like, shit. <laughs> um, then we got the raviolis, and then sometimes she go ahead and do sloppy joes. <laughs> Yo, my mom was like the uh, drill G, and I'm like. She did all that at the same time of put get her kids to uh, uh, work, being getting her kids to uh, school, and also working in between. I'm like, yo, phenomenal. But, 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 oh. <laughs> so on Facebook, my friend had made this status, Uh-oh. and it got so so many people started uh, saving it, and I wish. I want to, like, it's been a while since (laughs) around Mother's Day. So, like, I'm going to try to remember what he said instead of finding the post. But he made a lot of uh, females feeling, um, okay, let me stop saying females because I know y'all hate it with, uh, y'all think I'm a fucking nigga when I say, stay away from him when he call a, a woman a female. But, all right. I'm trying to a gender. If you put on look on a job application, it says male. I'm just being PC because you know everybody. Well, I'm not PC. (laughs) So the females got mad. Go ahead. 
So they got mad because he made a status. It's like um, girls nowadays will uh, go on here and chastise their um, boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, um, baby daddies for uh, all kinds of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when my mom uh, didn't get that uh, child support check for my dad. Mm-hmm. She didn't really say that much. She just said, all right. I'm going to get what I uh, need to get to, uh, done. I'm going to um, make the sacrifices I need, and I'm going to get through it, and we're going to see uh, better days. And I was looking at that because, like, yo, it was true. And I, I'm just saying, just from what I saw, like, yo, most of these girls could go crazy, do all that, all that. You know, we got social media. They ain't mm-hmm. had social media back then, so I give them that. So, like, social media, like, she'll just go ahead and post everything, mm-hmm. all kinds of uh, receipts, talking about this. Yeah, I'll give you something. Oh, I got that Snapchat. I'm like, all that. And then my mom back in the day and other moms, up, they was like, yo, they was like, shit, let me buy your food stamps. Right. Let me go ahead. Or do what yeah. you need to do. Let me borrow some money. I'll get paid on this day. And shit. Go get them bottles. Lay away. Lay away. Like, yo, she made it happen. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, yo, that was so true. And then everybody starts uh, sharing it. And some females like, y'all don't understand. Some of these niggas need to be out here. I'm like, but that's the nigga you chose to lay with. So why you can't, why you get mad at that? Like, yo, recognize that you fucked up like yo you mess with a uh ancient nigga and like that's okay like that's serious it's a learning experience and you <laughs> like, and sometimes you don't find that they're not they ain't shit until after you get pregnant mm-hmm. and upon pregnancy it's like oh no nah, i'm not gonna be able to do that what i'm sorry <laughs> you're not gonna be able to do what because everybody does not believe in going and taking and having their guts sucked out every time they get pregnant or pop in plan B's or doing those things. Some people don't not. And, and I'm not getting into the abortion issue because it's your body. You can choose to do what with it, what you want to. But if two people have sex and have a baby, then you one of those parties don't get to choose uh, if that person keeps the baby or not. And that goes on both sides. If you carry the baby for nine months and decide, oh, I don't want the baby anymore. I'm going to put him up for the adoption. And the father is well able. That's not fair. The same as as the man, you don't get to tell this woman, oh, well, I don't want a baby right now. You need to get rid of it or I'm not going to take care of it. I can't be be responsible for what you do, but I can be responsible for what I do. Mm-hmm. So that that's the thing, and that and that's funny that your friend did that status because somebody else put up a status saying mothers, um, fathers get the opportunity to walk away, but mothers have to be one hundred and do what they need to do because our babies, our children are our children, and we have to do what we have to do for them. And there was like a, a lot of argument in there, and one young man was like, "Oh." Um, well, you need to let him know that he's going to take care of the child. First of all, if a person chooses to walk away from any child, you really can't make them be mm-hmm. in that child's life. And furthermore, why would I push my child on somebody who I don't know how they're going to raise them? And if they're going to raise them with the same, if they're, when I'm with, if you have my kid for two weeks, are you going to raise them with the same standards I would? Or are you going to pawn them off on the girl that you're currently talking to or your mama or your cousin and let my child hear all kind of stuff that I don't necessarily do at my house? 
so you gotta weigh your options but you you, can, you can't be mad Mm-mm. i i don't i don't agree with that mothers did what they had to do back in the day and mothers need to do what they need to do now and that doesn't dissolve any responsibility from fathers because you are fathers everybody everybody needs to do what they need to do but listen if that child support check didn't come you can't sit what you gonna do cry about it and then you putting up receipts on facebook is that still you still ain't got no money you still just have some receipts on facebook and everybody is in your business it's like literally you just showing Ari the world that he ain't shit but at the same time you showing the world that you, you fucked with uh, ancient right? <laughs> so it's just like, yo, you literally trying to throw eggs, and you got the yolk all on your face as mm-hmm. well, like yo, absolutely. But this is also to keep y'all out there that we are going to the season of the ancient niggas. Man, it's starting to get hot out here. Man, ladies are starting to wear them sundresses, look like two midgets fighting under that bitch. <laughs> So you know the those who that over here ain't shit is gonna be amongst us, and they will be trying to holler at you. Oh. And you better be careful, sis, ladies. Be careful because sometimes these dudes are not looking for relationships; they're looking for habitation. They're looking for a place to lay their head. Um, <laughs> also, let me go ahead and throw this out there, that fellas, y'all better watch out for the ain't shit women in here because uh, they out there too. Just True. because we always get uh, talked about. There's uh, a nice. Uh, it's a nice group of ancient women that have messed up good men, and now like, they ain't shit. Yeah, it's like a nice upbringing. Like it's we we in 2019, and you know everybody says a year for new things, and ain't shit women is uh, coming up to the bride. So like <laughs> y'all just be out, y'all be careful out there because don't you, know, you not about to do that. Hey, everybody just need to be uh, careful. Okay, I can do that. Like yo, you better. Hey, first thing I you need some <laughs> statistics on are there more ancient women or ancient men? Mm. Somebody well, needs to do that study. It's it's one of those things where you gotta find that classification like and what is an ancient uh person. Just and then you okay. gotta get a, a a college to go ahead and fund this shit. And then once they fund it this is gonna be the like the most racist, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most racist study ever. But <laughs> you gonna find this shit, and then you gotta just like look at the statistics or look at the uh, what classify as a shit niggas and a shit women, and then you gotta you know you gotta do your uh, research. But you know we ain't gonna go in there. No, that's, that's a lot of work. I'm tired. It's hard. It's hard just even thinking about them because you know they ain't shit. Right, <laughs> and and but the funny part is they get so much attention. You do you realize that? Like it, we don't always talk about the guys that are good and doing what they're supposed to do. If you look at conversations on Facebook, I, I have not seen too many girls put up a post saying, "Oh, Johnny was a real good dude. I really messed up back in the day. He used to, you know, he cooked, he cleaned, he had his own place, he was doing his own thing, and he was really sweet. Mama raised him well." But you look on Facebook, you're going to see a status. Let me tell you about this sorry such and such. And then you got several thousand women or several thousand people commenting under it. So, honestly, it's like the squeaky wheel. Ancient niggas get a lot of play. And I think we give them a lot of play. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just love them because the fact that everybody's just like, yeah, I can't. I don't know. It's just like I just love when people be bitter about talking about their exes and stuff <laughs> like that. It's just it's like it's just refreshing 
it just kind of give you that validation of being better, of being a better human being. That's true. Like, he don't do this. No, <laughs> I, know I do. I do that. <laughs> hey, so uh, on the real, like, <laughs> I have some. I I have a topic, but I really can't cover it. Go ahead. No, because I was thinking, I was like, yo, <laughs> I wonder how, like, you know, how you, <laughs> in the world of an ain't shit nigga, <laughs> like, you know, how to break through trying to holler at a girl. And, like, when, you know, the girls over here trying to figure out, oh, he ain't shit, or he might be all that stuff. And, like, how do you break through? And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I could just literally just go up to girls like, yo, my credit score is 746. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree and an associate's degree. Hello. Really? <laughs> That's the You just gonna go up with your qualifications? You're like, I'm like, hey, I have ten thousand dollars in uh, loans left, and I have a four hundred one k with bonds. And they just gonna get wet for you, Ronnie. Hey, just start saying big shit. Some girls are probably like, Ooh. he going somewhere? He doing something? Because, hey, I just think I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is. Uh, what do good, they do to get through? Yeah. Like, oh, they. I, can tell you. I think we need to uh, give the people like me, ways to me. go ahead and filter through the ancient uh, the agenda, ancient the ancient agenda. That's it. They're super nice. They're really nice people. They have not super nice, but initially they put on that front. Nah, being nice ain't gonna um, get you nowhere anymore. No, not being nice. Nah, but I'm saying like, they got a certain amount of swag. They have to have a certain amount of swag. So they have like the game. They have the the gift of gab. So they engage you in good conversation. And then depending on how much they've studied you, they tell you what you want to hear. Oh, you're pretty, and I think you're so this, and I think you're so that, and you talk I, about ancient things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I wanna, I wanna build with you. They, they'll tell you they wanna. Oh, I wanna do this, and um, I'm, I'm in, I'm a stylist. I'm into styling. I'm into music. I'm, I'm writing. I'm a personal <laughs> trainer. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have. I talked to many of my girlfriends, and they. Oh, your girlfriends? Yeah. Oh, oh no, this ain't uh, my. This ain't my stuff. Hold uh, on, I ain't airing my dirty laundry. Okay. No, I'm just. I mean, I'm I might just saying. Throw one a lot or two of stuff in there, but a lot not. of stuff kind of felt real personal. No, so that was just, no Shut up. I'm just saying. But they like, give you these qualifications. Go ahead, put. And then uh, all of a sudden, put it's, Andre out there. Who is Andre? <laughs> go ahead, put our Andre back there. He like shit. Hakeem, don't do it. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. All right, next topic, next topic. Let's go ahead. Don't move on from my topic, bro. Okay, I'm I'm done. Ladies, we will revisit the agenda of the ain't shit nigga. She ain't going to revisit the shit. I really am. You got to tell the people what they need to know. They... I'm I'm trying to look for the dudes who's trying to get through the uh, ain't shit niggas. Oh, you talk. Oh, you're not talking. About I ain't trying trait. to talk okay, about the classification of what ain't shit niggas will say oh. or do. I'm trying to say, yo, if you a good dude, how you break through? I don't know. I don't know. I That's think why because I said you gotta like go a... in and tell them your credit score. No, stupid. <laughs> like, yo, if you've been working on that bitch since uh 2007, you better tell them. <laughs> but a lot of the good dudes are sit. They seem to be sitting back and not saying anything. Hey, shit! Like they they don't say anything, so a closed mouth don't get fed. 
But then again, also, if you are awesome dude, you also need to be chasing awesome women. A lot of times I see really good dudes chasing these flimsy ass females who they Mm -hmm. whatever you don't do me (laughs) they're they're super they seem to have it get together on the outside you know they might you know have a couple of good ig photos and they do have great whatever but then when you get to the the (laughs) great whatever no i mean like great personality traits and characteristics no i Mm -hmm. listen i can't account for nobody else's whatever but (laughs) oh they whatever (laughs) okay But when I pee, <laughs> shut up. Duck, duck. <laughs> Why did they leave the two of us together? Because we are childish and duck, childish. Duck. I can't. Duck. I ain't right. childish. Give me that good old <laughs> duck. Just but lay then, it down one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Like here, like I'm done. You ain't gonna do shit. All right. TKO like the dude knocked the dude out in seven. You want some seconds. pancakes? Like, yeah, girl, go ahead and put some pancakes. Shit. Uh-uh, you ain't getting up and cooking pancakes, sis. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's mm. making pancakes, butt ass nigga. That's what's up. <laughs> you know, that's what you doing. Dick her down and just wake up the next morning with some pancakes, butt ass nigga. It's like, girl, you better pancakes wash that. Pancakes and turkey sausage. You know, the grease be popping in. I don't want you to get it in your breast. She better put on a shirt because oh, she's going to get third degree burns on her areola. Yeah, it's all right. Nobody. <laughs> Tell her, like, it's all right, girl. I got some syrup. We're going to. Ew. <laughs> he digresses. I digress for Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next topic. I, I'm done. <laughs> Ratchet. Hey. Pointing at running. Righteous. No, Shakira. I was like, no, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just <laughs> shout out to the producer. Um. Anyways, Woo-hoo. our producer rocks. She um, has two to deal with us. <laughs> um. But anyways, um. Damn, this is kind of funny because like uh there is something I did want to talk about and um <clears throat> All right, I was watching the episode of um what's that show? Blackish. And honestly, I love that show because it's like the modern day Bill Cosby. Mhm. Um, you know, without Anthony Anderson over here raping women and all that stuff. How long? So, okay, allegedly. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> grown Wait. women who ventured out okay. to the house at one and two o'clock in the morning. I oh. digress. Okay, okay. And you know you're not going to cook no milk, milk and cookies, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me get back to the story. So I'm watching Blackish. And one of the episodes is called Each One Teach One. And it's pretty much when, you know, you as a black person in, you know, America or corporate America, you know, you feel like you've been one of those people that's been privileged or uh, blessed to actually get uh, higher into the ranks. You know, you should, like, you know, bring one up, you know, bring a brother up, bring a sister up just so they can um, get that level. You know, whenever they all go to the next level, you know, they have you as a reference or, you know, a spotting point to, you know, get them to the next level. So I'm thinking to myself, is there rules upon this? Each one teach one. And the reason why I'm saying this is because um, we can have friends that 
are, you know, people that we're cool with, that we live with, that we um, know personally. And, you know, if I'm your friend, I feel like I should be able to tell you upon yourself, but give you that hard love and all that stuff. Now, if I want you to, uh, if you want to go to the next level and I'm getting there and I'm already there and I want you to come up with me, just like how, you know, how J. Cole said, you know, I'm rich and I'm trying to get my niggas up on in the same way. So if I'm just trying to get you on that way, you know, I feel like we should get, uh, we should be able to be on that one accord where I can uh, go ahead and tell you about yourself if you need to, but be in a constructive way and then you should take me serious. But some people will be like, bro, you hating, you this, you that, you know. And then it kind of undermines the each one teach one because if you're not going to listen to what I'm saying, then why the fuck do I even bother? So my question to you, Miss Secure, mm-hmm. is there a level to the each one teach one? Should we undermine to the people that, you know, is in our family and our uh, our friends that people are immediate to us where we really want them to uh, come up and, you know, how they some people, you know, they have that relationship with them. You want them to come up or should it be individuals outside of that uh, spectrum like you know a brother that you know I don't even know or whatever mm-hmm. so let me get your take on it Um, I do believe that in each one teach one there are rules and the thing about it is there there has to be a certain cultivation um, of the relationship and of the people that are being reached out to like I may it may not be my brother or sister or my cousins or the people in my family that I want to reach out to because they you know them and you know their work ethic and you know their characteristics and their traits and how well they will do with getting advice and working in court in a certain area. Uh, I may it may be a person outside of that that you see potential in. The thing is, you have to identify if, if that person is really going to work. And and really going to take that advice and be able to foster the relationship that you need to have where we're working together. I'm mentoring you. We're becoming uh, closer in our relationship. Are you going to honor everything that I'm I'm basically giving you and helping you out with? Mm-hmm. And will you do the work? Because what happens a lot of the time is people getting good with people that are in higher positions and the people that are in good or they're being mentored. Some of them don't. Some of them don't take the take the time to really work. They use that as like a bragging right, or oh, I'm, I got. They're not humble with it. They they use it as a bragging right. Oh, I don't have to do this, or or I can slack off here because such and such is my buddy. Mm-hmm. If anything, I would think if somebody is reaching out and trying to teach me something, I'm going to listen to everything they say. Of course, you take things with grains of salt, and you do what works within your your moral compass and then you make it work but you also work that's the thing don't get there and not work and a lot of times they late they're late they show up late they leave early their work is subpar and i'm not i'm not doing that so of course i i, I would definitely say that that there are rules mm-hmm. well i feel it i feel it um it sucks though i feel like that each one teach one um if it came to it, if I'm in a position, and I was like, let's say this. If I was in a position where 
uh, it's like it's hard because I will say if I was in a position, um, management position, or like a owning uh, a position where I own something, and somebody was be underneath me, if they're like family or friends, mm-hmm. I'll take them in, but mm-hmm. I really wouldn't be the best. I won't give them the full detail as if it was just somebody on the outside because I feel like, you know, when you closer, I don't know. It's just weird because, like, I always kind of got to that point or everybody always said that notation, like, don't let let your uh, work for you. Like, don't let work for family or mm-hmm. when you get to that part because, you know, sometimes, you know, some family don't know how to work or know how to uh, actually keep that professional and per, uh, personal, mm-hmm. you know, separate. So it's kind of hard because it's like I would love to go ahead and, like, bring somebody of my family or one of my friends up so we can have these boss moves. We mm-hmm. can do this and do that. But it is much easier to go ahead and get somebody who is just as hungry, who is willing and that um, went from, you know, the bottom and, you know, got to where they are uh, at so far mm-hmm. and then probably need an extra leg up because, you know, some people – Everybody said, you know, they each one teach like nobody wants a handout, but sometimes like yo, a handout or a hand up actually is needed. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, some people actually throw us a bone here and there. And somebody is gonna be somebody maybe in your race or outside of your race, but at the same time, for that progression to go even further, like I feel like, yo, you really do need to go ahead and like bring up one. And it's more um, intimate when it's somebody of your own race mm-hmm. or somebody who is actually understanding of your race mm-hmm. versus, you know, somebody that's outside because, you know, they may not go understand everything that you're going through or, you know, they probably show that's fake empathy or, you know, like, oh, you're going through that. That's crazy and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Or somebody just not going to uh, understand at all. So it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of hard when it comes to the family and friends, but what Definitely when it's just somebody on the outside, oh, yeah, I got to go ahead, uh, bring up this brother, bring up this sister. If they show the uh, characteristics or uh, they want to uh, grow and excel and exceed. So I got it. I I think with when you're dealing with your family and friends, it's going to really be about setting, uh, setting a – because I can't say that I don't – I don't understand that. I've seen some family members that have helped family members out, but they set the boundaries early and set the expectation. And basically, this is my domain. Don't come up here and not do what you're supposed to do. But I've also seen the opposite where, um, as well, where someone from the outside that wasn't in that person's family came up, they worked with them, and then when they were being told things that they needed to do, they weren't doing them. They weren't, you know, acting accordingly or doing what they were supposed to be doing. So that that could be that's problematic. See, maybe it's me because, like I said, maybe it will be me, and I gotta see how myself when I get to that position. Because, like, if I'm hiring my family, I'm dead ass like I know for a fact that I'm gonna be paying them more than a little bit more than what they should be like i'm not gonna do like that's what every family member does uh, yeah but at the same time with me doing that there's gonna be a level of expectation that i'm gonna have for you and if you don't um you don't hold it i'm gonna drop you quicker than anything exactly because like i could easily pay somebody a minimum wage and then give them so many many uh uh, tries and opportunities and just to keep them alone my own little string 
give them a five cent, ten cent, twenty five cent raise mm-hmm. uh, here and there. Mm-hmm. But like, if there's somebody that I'm fully invested or I fucking love, and the fact that I'm like, you know what, this is uh, minimum wage, but you're gonna get well more than that. This is my expectation of you, mm-hmm. and you know all that stuff. And I'm like, yo, fail to exceed, I'm uh, knocking you out. Well, I'm not gonna literally knock you out, but you're pretty much gonna be uh, you're gonna be done. And this is the reason why. This is where I want you to be at. This mm-hmm. is where we, uh, this is your growth plan, all that stuff. So, yes, I, you know, when I get into that um, mode one day, when I get that big boss sauce set, when I become that next uh, Rick Ross, oh, whoo, okay, shampoo. boss. What's, what's Rick Ross's name? His nickname. I can't think of what it is. Rose. I, Rose, he got a bunch of them. He has some, a couple of them, but him. Known as Boss. Oh, my God. Hey, and my brother, he's on uh, that new shit. Like, he got his little uh, hair care <laughs> products now. Well, um, I think it's more hair. Like, he got that uh, that hair uh, gel. He got that um, beard cream and all that stuff. Like, Rose, oh. You, look at you. That, get you, get that, you some. That is goals. That that's my guy. Like the reason why, like that, I don't understand. Like I love Rick Ross, and that dude, that dude came up. Like don't get me wrong, I hate how Fifty Cent be um beefing with man because Fifty <laughs> Fifty Cent, cent beefs with cent is everybody. So petty, but it's so funny though. It's hilarious. But you know when when Rose, he like he's the one dude that want to uh, kind of like I kind of let's say this. I aspire to be, mm-hmm. and that's when that guy who's an entrepreneur. He started off with uh, his music. He was a correction officer, and then he uh, got into the music. He got into the music, and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna own businesses." Then he started uh, getting checkers. He started getting uh, rallies or checkers or rallies are the same thing. Then he started getting uh, wing stops, owning all these businesses, buying back his block. Now, uh, now he's venturing into. Hair care products and multiple like, streams of income. And I then got the I car washes. It. Like that's why I'm saying. Like that's my dude. Like that's where I want to be, and that's where I'm trying to get. But okay, and I I will use that perfect example. Um, it was a there was another comedian on uh Instagram. Oh, just hilarious was saying why is it that when you ask people about how they start their business, I got a broken bracket. Um how they start their businesses, they don't give you valuable advice. Like if you say, well, I'm trying to start a hair business. How do I get in? And they'll be like, oh, you got to work hard. You, It's going to be some late nights. But they're not giving you the – we were talking about the situation of bringing people in and giving you giving them the information. Mm. That's – what? Tell me. The reason why they don't tell you is because there's no perfect answer. Well, it's not a perfect answer, but Ronnie, if I'm asking you, hey, I see you have a hair care line. I'm interested in doing a hair care line. Are there some tips that you can give me to get started? You telling me, oh, well, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a hard. That's, that's not the information I need. I don't know how to do this. Okay. I don't know anybody who is doing it. So here's the thing. If it goes something like that, like I understand where you're saying, give me tips and all that stuff. People gonna say, well, true. Make sure you get up early enough. Make sure you uh, stay up late. Make sure you network. At all. That's people gonna take no. People gonna tell you some bullshit like that. The reason why, and I kind of understood this, and like I kind of get it from uh, Steve Harvey, and I kind of listen to uh, Gary Vee and all kinds of stuff. 
the reason why people never tell you literally, oh, this is how you do it. It's not because the fact that they don't want you to exceed, but it's the fact that like, yo, it's one of those things that if you're that hungry, you will find a way. And when I, um, when I, when I mean by that, it's like there, let's talk about how I wanted the podcast. Uh, pretty much you, one of the people, uh, my girlfriend got me onto this. It's like, I used to love my, I, I love my favorite murder. And these, mo- these girls, are, at least I said motherfuckers, because I don't want to be uh, <laughs> famous one day. And it's like, hey, you call us a motherfucker one day. I'm like, yeah, I got to get better at that. But no, uh, they literally go on on a podcast and literally talk about murders. Uh, like murders that either passed that are, you know, act. Well, I would say active, but past murders that like the whole layout, what happened, all the stuff, and mm-hmm. this is pretty much. <coughs> if I wanted to do the research and all that stuff, I could find out every information uh, on that shit. Got a great um, following and everything. The fact that these women uh did this on the podcast. And put it out there and let people uh do it. And they um made a business. They made their own network and all that stuff. They did it upon themselves. And when I um got into podcasting, I started off with just an app and just my headphones. Right. And then that's when I was like, okay, if I really want to look into it, let me figure it out. I bought me a um, microphone, a cord, and something to plug into my laptop. I found out that um uh, that plug did not really work to what I wanted to do, so I looked into uh, asked people around like, "Yo, well, if I want to do this, one, I want to do that." Led so many forms that made me bought a, a mixer. Then I uh, looked up software and I got everything together. And so that consider is like, yo, they could tell you tips and all that stuff, but in realness, it's like, yo, it's gonna be. They're going to tell you the generic shit just to keep it inspiring and all that stuff. But if you really want to uh, go ahead and do something, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, you're going to have to literally do the research, at least get the foundation. And I was like, yeah, they should let you know that at least the foundational shit. Exactly. They should tell you the foundational shit. Like, not, well, they shouldn't tell you. Or if, if you're not going to tell me the things that are foundational don't tell me if you're not going to tell me things that are foundational don't tell me anything at all like i get what you're saying about the podcast and it's Mm -hmm. a little bit different from people that are maybe trying to do retail or hair or like whatever those lines are Mm -hmm. because you have to realize that those markets are run by most of the time high-end companies not even high-end companies they're run by companies and in order to get into them you have to have a certain thing but i wouldn't know if i've never done that if i've never done it and i know i like if i like weave and i want to i want to sell weave by the way ladies if you need weave i got you (laughs) shameless plug um, no. The Arabian. The Arabian <laughs> silk. Actually, it's Indian virgin. Ooh, <laughs> nobody bon- touched this one. Bone straight and kinky nobody, curly. Nobody touched that horse. <laughs> Just send <laughs> send us a message on B between Ratchet and Righteousness. Don't put your uh, nasty ass bitch. <laughs> I want like, which horse hair you got? I'm like, no, I don't want that shit, no. Don't do that. Pub your own business, all right? I'm going to plug my own. All right. You can see me at Do Beautiful Things and you can DM me. Thanks on IG. Anyway, but if you're She's looking. She's also taking marriage requests. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 
But if you're trying to get into something like that, they have vendor lists and different vendors lists and all these different things, but you wouldn't know it. You do the research, but even at the research, it comes to a certain end where if you don't have a mentor or somebody who's helping you, then you will be stuck and you will just keep wanting to do it until you get to the point where maybe you go on some cheap site, buy some hair in bulk, and then you sell it and you'll get better as you go along. But no, like there are some things that you just, there are just some things that you need to know. And people are so afraid to extend that information because I feel like they're scared that, oh, well, she's selling hair, but she's not selling hair where you're selling hair or she's selling eyelashes. She's not selling lashes where you are. We can all win. But unfortunately, people keep pulling seats from the table because they're like, well, this is my it's like kid only kids. Oh, this is my candy. I'm not going to share it with you because if I share it with you, then I won't have as much as I had because now you have some. I, I mean, I, the thing is, I say I kind of respect like I understand that. And it, it sucks because the fact that, you know, you want to teach somebody you want to bring them up. But at the same time. You don't want them to uh, go ahead and leave you out hungry. True. Because there's going to be a lot of people that's going to like, they want to know that stuff. They want to get there and you want to do that. But at the same time, this is probably that person that's literally like, I mean, I'm making ends meet and all of a sudden, you know, if I go ahead and bring you into power, what if you get a breakout, you know, somebody that could uh, put you on leverage and you just pretty much take everything from me, undermine me. And now I'm out on the bottom and you up on top. Like it gets hard and most people are really kind of strategic or thinking that way. But um, it, it kind of goes into it's like it's like one of those things where you have to like pick and choose or you have to like literally just ask around. And honestly, when I'm um, talking to people of different businesses and stuff like that, I let them know. I was like, yo. I'm interested, but this is something like something I'm probably going to do years and years down the line. Cause mm-hmm. I like right now I'm literally trying to pay off one, my student loans Two, I'm trying to pay off uh, my credit card debt because I got a lot of that shit. And three, I'm trying to figure out where the hell I'm going to um, call home because like Austin, Texas might not be it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I want to get that experience. I want to learn. And to go back to where I was going uh, with the uh, previous is like, I feel like every nobody really don't tell you the whole step by step process is because not every business is set up the same way. That's true. And the reason why, because like some people uh, may do it one way. Some people might run around and do it the other way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of key. Uh, I see like there's a lot of methods that pretty much like pretty much at the end, they all fall the same way, but everybody gets there a different way it goes. Like most people just work on getting the LLC. Okay. They make their own private stuff and then they try to uh, make prices. And, you know, sometimes like it's so many things that go into it that, you know, you just really have to uh, try. But ultimately it is like literally just try to learn uh, just from, you know, even just small jobs like shit, working a hair show, like see how uh old girl do her hair, uh what she does, what the uh oh, fucking do it shit, fuck with them damn um I don't want to go into the stereotype, but I was gonna say fuck with the Asians like they uh own the hair shops like yo. See what they do about the supply and demand of hair. But that's the thing. When you work, because I know girls that work at the the shops and they work for families that 
own the hair shops, mm-hmm. they don't let you get close enough to their ordering process. And that's the problem. The thing is, it's a market that is, is controlled by a certain amount of people. Now you have different people that are getting into the market. Mm-hmm. But before they started getting into the market or there started being access to other hair that you could get and sell for yourself, it was such a closed market and it was such a hush-hush thing because it's a lot of money. Oh, and hair business, we're talking about hair business, but it may be whatever your dream. You may want to make calendars or make planners or organizers and figuring out how to get those in mainstream places. It does take time. I don't really think people are asking for your step-by-step method. I think they're asking for foundation, like the big picture. Like you need, you need simple things as say it's, say it's hair. Okay. You need to have a vendor's list. And these are, these are ways that you can get a vendor's list. I haven't really told you anything. You're going to do all of the work. All I told you is what you needed and and how you go. And these are the places that you may find it mm-hmm. and the things that you may do. That's what's, what people are saying. Like, don't say if I'm and I can't tell anybody how to give advice to someone. But the thing when they're giving the advice, it's about picking and choosing who you think will have the highest yield or looking at if you're looking at a return on the investment by giving the advice, then Figure out some way to invest in their company saying, okay, so I'm telling you this information. So I want, and if they're not a publicly publicly traded company, that makes it a little bit harder, Mm -hmm. but maybe writing up a promissory note and saying, I gave you this information when your business hits 1000 or $2,000, I would like to at least get like 10% of something. Or if you find a good vendor, then we would link up and we, I would be able to also use that vendor. So figuring out a way to make it an investment for yourself where you're not just giving free advice, but making sure that it's an investment for yourself, but just strictly not telling because you're scared that somebody else is going to going to enter the same market. I think that's such a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a mental it's a slavery mindset honestly Ooh. and it's it's a place where you are so prone to being in a lack in a position of lack that you don't know how to grow other people and that's what we don't understand about growth and and movement and mentoring in our own space by growing and mentoring in our own space, we build strong we build a stronger union that's what people have been doing for years if you look at old like the, they call it blue blood families or these old families that, that have what they call old money mm-hmm. old money builds old money because they basically teach and mentor and train and show those persons everything that they need to know they pick who the person persons are that they will invest in but they also give pieces of what they've learned to different parts of the family and it keeps it in their family or in their race or neighborhood or whatever but it's because they're teaching it's it's the lack of education and the lack of knowledge that keeps us in a position where we're constantly scraping the bottom because we we they change the rules by the time we get to where 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 that position of wealth or that position of power is see when you going about that way see i kind of see it differently a Mm -hmm. little bit and it's it's like Maybe I'm thinking like you thinking about the old money. I'm thinking about the new money. Well, no, because I'm, I'm like, just saying. No, what yeah. where I'm getting at is like, yo, I understand you know, you know, telling them how to get there and take a percentage off that they make it a number and all that stuff. Honestly, 
in my case, I will rather you under like I'll give you details mm-hmm. to the point where it's like open ended. Where you, I want you to understand the struggle, I want mm-hmm. you to understand the appreciation of what I'm telling you to uh, look for. I want you to get the details, look and see how hard it is. So you pretty much because here's the thing: nobody don't want to give you a business. Nobody's gonna hand it out to you. Of course, no. Most people want you if you're in that industry or whatever industry they want them. They you they want to know you're fearless. They want to uh, go ahead and put that uh, work in. You gonna put that fight in, and they want you to put that uh, time and money and hard work. So pretty much, I'm kind of seeing as those people that's gonna uh, do that. Like they want you go through that uh go through those modes where you understand and you have to fall forwards because yo you're gonna fuck up you're gonna have to uh go through this uh disparities but at the same time you're going to uh understand and you're gonna learn and you have to move on and then when you start breaking out you start uh, thinking about new ways new making a little bit innovative ways making things more strategic and all that stuff like, why would I want to tell somebody the whole game so easily and to the point where now you just made my market more saturated. Like, you made it more uh, saturated. There's more people in it where it's like it's going to be hard. Like, the process kind of – the process weans out the weeds. That's it, where I kind of get it at. It, it's like you, you want to um, learn the stuff – I'm going to give you some details, but at the same time, you need the hard work because the fact that the people that is making money had gone through the same shit. Mm-hmm. And I want you to go through the same shit because you got to uh, make your appreciation. You got to show your worth. And pretty much, I don't want to keep on because, like, Susie probably want to do the same thing. Angelica might want to do I'm doing the regrets. <laughs> they they want to go through the same thing. And, like, I want to help you guys. But at the same time, you got to really think. It's like I'm not even, I'm going to be, like, we're going to be friends for right now. Then you're going to be my competitor or we're going to be against each other. And we got to work through this. And and I get I like I think we're I think we're saying similar things. I I get what you're saying. Like even, but even if I give you the whole book, I can give you the whole game. I can give you the whole game plan for how I, how I built a business. It, there still has to be the work and the work ethic to make it work. Like they just see the business being successful. They don't see the work behind it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is not you can give them foundational information, but just not the bullshit stuff. Like, oh, well, it take a lot of long nights. Yeah, okay, I get that. But a lot of long nights is not giving me information. Like, okay, where where would I look? What where would Okay, for instance, I asked a young lady about T-shirts because I'm interested in T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I said, what type of cutter do you have? Because I needed specific information from people who experience a certain type of cutter because that's what I'm looking for. And she sent me, she said, look at these two and do your research to see what you want to do. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm not, I'm not competing in her market. I'm just simply doing my research. But I can't do anything with, oh, well, it's just, um, you know, it just take a lot of time and consistency. Duh. All right, just go with what you said. It's like, I know you guys said, you know, who's your uh, favorite cutter or who's your cutter. I have a homeboy that literally has his low-key T-shirt company. But thing is, he's done it by just literally going on, uh, I think it's Amazon, and they have, like, a T-shirt maker, Mm -hmm. and he built out his own 
uh, fucking package. <laughs> yeah, it's packaged by putting like random ass T-shirts or random ass sayings, and you know, pretty much shit with frat boys, but um, frat guys say on a T-shirt mm-hmm. and sell that shit. And it's, I mean, it's working. He's getting sales, so I'm like, that's why I said I think it's different ways you get about right. there. But the fact that if I was going to tell you something, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you the this is the way you need to go. I'm going to give you. And like I I think it's going back to what we said. It's mm-hmm. like I'm going to give you foundational right. shit where you right. have to learn. Right. And then you have to get there your own and way. And then you get there your own way. You build your own business plan, but at least you're equipped with some tools. Yeah. Like you can't go to a job to do a job. Go fix a car without a toolbox. That's all I'm saying. I need a, a, a tool kit. I'm not asking you to fix the car for me. I just need a tool kit so I'll know how to get it done. But then when people are trying to do that and, and, and everybody's on the on the Internet preaching about, oh, build multiple streams of income like it's easy. But then they're like, oh, well, spend seventy nine ninety five and I'll tell you how to build multiple streams of income. You buy the book for seventy nine ninety five. You get there and it's another ad to buy something else. So here you are build bringing money um getting money from me and building your brand and building your business but then you're giving me bullshit information Mm -hmm. so that 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 we we we're saying the same thing just we do have the responsibility to reach back in our own community however there are some things that as a race and as a community we need to take care of and one of them is like microaggressions against each other where it's like i'm looking at you you look like me but i don't want you to achieve because then you'll be it'll be two of us instead of one that's an issue because guess what and this is no no hit to and i'll use a country outside of here there, there are 50 million Asians that are doing engineering or they're doing tech or they're doing T-shirt businesses or they're making slime and they're making YouTube videos. And I don't see any of them fighting against each other. They may not be giving them the full um, brand or the full way that they did it, but they are giving advice to each other and able to look at each other and get mentorship. Whereas I'm here and I look like you and I'm holding it in my hand and re- refusing to give it to you because i'm scared that you said it over it'll oversaturate the market so the fuck what it's so much goddamn money out here not because we think so locally it's so much money out here in the world that we all have access to it right now they print they printing fake money so you might as well get some fake money and build your own revenue hell (laughs) so it's enough money out there where we can all win we just have to stop being so single and narrow-minded and really reach back and help people but look at who you're invested in stop investing in investing in west sitting on the corner west ain't gonna never get up he always gonna be a crackhead he always gonna ask you for a dollar so you wouldn't invest your money in him but if you see a young brother who he he has his book he's writing down his ideas he seems to be working on something that might be somebody that you can invest in and if and even if it's just a little bit so you you pick your your spectrum i'm sorry damn I feel like I need a uh, money guy to go ahead and, and talk to us about all this shit because, like, <laughs> yo, they this is guy got deep because um it's actually kind of funny and uh, I mean we ain't gonna get into this today but 
um, talk about our investments and shit and all that stuff. But Ooh, we do need some money on here <sighs> because, like, That's especially I, I read something. I don't know. I was watching something, and they say, you know, how everybody talk about investing your own uh, community. You know how Nipsey Hussle did it. Mm-hmm. Some people were opposed to it because it's like, yo, he did all this shit to his uh community and then he still got popped in his own uh in his backyard in his business but at the same time there's other people that are saying like yo when you invest and try to gentrify your own community it's gonna be it's gonna be you're gonna become so lucrative like you're gonna become more you're gonna make more money doing that because like that's what pretty much um People that uh, have money or what they do, they go to these damn neighborhoods. They try to go ahead, put all these buildings, all this gentrified type shit Mm -hmm. into your uh, neighborhood to the point where it drives everybody else out and Mm -hmm. they make funds. But at the same time, if you put in business out here where you keeping everything at a meeting or stuff like that, you kind of like get to control the area. I'm like, "Mm hmm. Rick Ross, just like you were saying, Rick Ross doing with him buying the car washes, the wing stops, the checker. Well, I don't know if he's, um, but I'm saying if you're, say you're doing that in one block, mm-hmm. it's what it's what they we've been taught for years that that at least I know. And if I'm mistaken, somebody email us and let us know. But the Jewish community, the Jewish community, their dollar passes through the hand of um, the it, it passes through the Jewish community at least 15 times if it ever leaves. Mm-hmm. So that means that. A dot one dollar in that community goes through fifteen other Jewish people, so the money that they have stays within their community. With us, we are the biggest consumer. Well, with with some other, I'll say with other races, some of us are the biggest consumers. Mm-hmm. We consume, but we're not producing. So when you're in a mode of consuming goods and services, and you're constantly consuming outside of your community, and that money never passes through the hands of a business in your community, then you lose out because then you're not growing the community, you're growing outside of it. You're growing everything else. I mm, Be quiet, Shakira. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, cause about this is something that I really, I really, really care about, and it's something that is, is, is. I would love to see another Black Wall Street. I'm getting ready to read the the first Black Millionaires, mm-hmm. and it's a book about um, the the first documented millionaires that were slaves. They were out of slavery and ended up becoming millionaires and they had to have a proxy of course to do their financial transactions so they had they befriended other like white men or women and they were the well white men they were able to do the transactions for them Mm -hmm. but these people were millionaires and this was back in the time when they this was right after they were freed from slavery see that's why i need to get into like yo it's time for like yo it's time for us to put in this work retire early die later and just not even put on Live and enjoy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But anyways, let's go ahead and talk a, a little bit about what we going through. Or you got anything on your mind before we uh take off? Because I know um, we had a nice little conversation going in. And, you know, we usually have our little, uh, what you been up to? How you doing? What's new? <laughs> all in the beginning, but we kind of just like went straight into the topic. So yeah, he didn't catch me off guard laughing because usually y'all pull me in the podcast laughing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, 
I guess the topic I will talk about is friends don't let friends. And what I mean by that is after you've given somebody so much advice about a situation they're in and they continue to stay in that situation, I guess my question to you would be, it would be, how do you handle that friendship and their continuing either situation or relationship? Man. Ooh, this happened to me a couple, uh, not too long ago. Somebody made, uh, I saw one of my friends had made a post and I uh, commented on the post and they thought I was hating and all, and all that stuff. <laughs> I was just like, yo, it's only, you can only tell them so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of, um, and I kind of take this uh, from, you know, you know, how everybody does it and, you know, the uh, Christian community where, you know, it's like, yo, you try to tell the, you know, the word of the Lord to uh, other people. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, if you're trying to uh, get them to come to church or, you know, convert over and all that stuff, like, yo, you can tell them and give them the best, uh, uh, you could tell them and give them the best story, give them the, everything they need to know. But it's honestly their free will. Mm-hmm. And they could take the information and hold on to it and, you know, let's do it. Or they could just say, you know, uh, I respect that and I'm going to move on mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And the only thing you know that their blood is uh, it, not on you. Okay. Like pretty much when you uh you said the piece, you said everything and you saw it, and if shit happens – it's on them. And then you're only going to be there for so long to mm-hmm. the point where you just like, okay, I can't do this no more because the fact that, you know, it's going to just be toxic to you. Right. So I get to the point where it's like, yo, if you're my friend and I'm going to give you the real, I'm not going to give you no bullshit. I want you to hear what I hear or what I see. And I'm going to do it because I care about mm-hmm. you. The fact that I'm calling you my friend Honestly, that shit means a lot. And sometimes I even call people my fam. But, you know, we also got to understand. And we and it's one of the things that most people need to do up front is, like, when we talk about being friends and being um, brothers or being sisters and stuff like that, sometimes most people take that shit serious. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where you, if we're talking, if we got a problem, we need to uh, hash that shit out. Right. Like, don't, if you're mad at me, don't say that shit. Be Like, don't tell other people you're mad at me. Come talk to me. Let's don't have be, a conversation. Because yeah. it's like, it's one of the things is we're grown-ass people now. Like, back in the day, I could understand we doing this shit. But, like, we're grown-ass people. And, right. like, our relationship is going to mean so much more moving forward. Right. Like, if you need somebody or you need something or anything, I got you. But we need to uh, have that understanding. It's like, yo, I'm going to be there for you. And I'm gonna tell you what you need to know, and I'm gonna be there, uh, do all that stuff. And but if you putting yourself in a position that, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give you my best advice. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if whatever happens, and you don't take my advice, shit happens, and I find out I'm right and you're wrong, like you can't come at me with the bullshit. Like I'm gonna be there for it, but at the same time, it's only gonna be there for so long. Because, like, I know sometimes I tell people, it's like, I'm going to give you my advice, and I think you should actually talk to somebody else. Okay. So I want people, yeah, you get a second opinion, get a third opinion. 
and you don't want to get some people from um background that don't really know as much and you probably want to uh, address that different because you don't want the people to know who you're talking about because <laughs> you don't know like everybody my nigga ain't shit it's just like it's one of those things where you really need to get different perspectives because the fact that one person i know when you're talking to somebody and they're just like oh you don't understand because you actually know him you see him you actually like Okay, I give you that. So that's why I'm going to another person who don't know who this person is. Right. They know you, and they know what their life, uh, what they went through. So that's that's another way to go about it. Like, okay. yo, let them talk to another person that uh is going through the shit. And then honestly, at the end of the day, it's just like <laughs> it's funny. It's like I also try to find <laughs> TV <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> That people go through the same shit and try like when we try to watch the show like yo this is the shit you going through like damn she dumb as hell oh oh really welcome to the show right <laughs> like but that you vaguely ever happens it only happened one time in my life and I was like damn no I've I seen people do that or you send a clip or I saw, I found a really find I may find a really good clip from something and I'll send it to that person's inbox and they never read they never look at it. <laughs> they never look at it because it, they're going through it currently. Um, and just in and out, end out, because I'm not going to make this long. Um, and I have to limit what I say. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I just have a friend who seems to be going through a situation with an ain't shit. He just ain't shit. Like, will have a job, make the money, bills are due, you up and leave. Mm-hmm. But then when you broke again and need something, you're back. But on the other end of that, he can only do what's allowed. So if you're hungry, but you, you left the first time and you quit your job, you, your ass still going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. But if I let you come back and I take you and I provide the food, the transportation, and the, the roof for you to sleep under, then do you blame him? I don't blame him. You don't blame him. I don't it's, blame him. It's not her. Uh, it's not her because she's enabling him now. Right. And then when you say something about it, then it's like I find a way to make it my fault. Like she'll find a way to make it her fault. Oh well, you didn't really know this, and oh no, he did a good job doing this. And I think sometimes we we give people so much. Like you know how they're like, oh, give people a little bit of grace. But I think sometimes when we want when we want to be involved in a situation, we give a person a mountain full of grace when they definitely don't deserve it. See, this is why I love older people. And this is why I love talking to older people. Like, I'm in a frat. And, like, y'all know, you, you're uh, in a sorority. I'm in a frat. And, like, talking to some of the old heads on that really good level is cool. I'd be dope if I could find some of them that just, like, get high so they could just spill out everything. But, like, I probably never Teach gonna, us the game. Like, but, yo, one of them, like, when I was talking to my uh grandparents and all that stuff it's just like one of the things they always say is it's like when you um talking to somebody they just always say you know make sure you um like one of the uh, things that my grandma told me is like if you really like a guy or if you feel like you know this is somebody well no they go how did it go it's something like if you ever want a guy to marry you 
Mm-hmm. Never make him feel like he is. Uh, um, don't give him the uh, the benefits of of what a husband gets before the marriage. Absolutely. Like pretty much, you know, we over here playing house. You know, I get the booty when I want to, and all that stuff. And you over here looking for a rock and a on a finger, but hey, it's not coming. And it's not coming because I haven't set any limits or boundaries. Yeah, like, we sleep together, we live together. I drive your car. I you yeah. Yeah, and then I could easily like like yo, I could live this out, and then to the point where it just like to the point where I was like, okay, now I gotta do something, and then you know. At the same time, you keep on the whim. Like most people, kind of like are like that. And then, at the same time, when you know the deal and you keep on enabling, it's gonna just keep on going longer. So in your case uh, or your friend's case, it's like oh, that ain't my case. I want to say your case, but just say your friend's case. Uh, (laughs) She make that. It's like yo, y'all know Shakira. I don't do that shit. Um, No, your friend's case. (laughs) It's just like. Yo, we already know the guy that's not really doing anything. He's doing all that stuff. And, you know, he's being evident. Like, it's pretty much his bullshit is on his show. Like, it's on his sleeves. The fact that she's enabling him, Mm -hmm. the fact that she is allowing that um, kind of deviant behavior. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I said deviant behavior. Go ahead, Ronnie. Use your G-R-E words. You didn't even say it's not even the S-A-T. It's the G-R-E, baby. Shit. The fact that he's using this deviant <laughs> behavior and she's enabling him, the fact that that it's happening is not going to get any better because no. the fact that you know he knows the limits of where he can take it to the uh, so he can live comfortably. Now, if she, I could understand giving some people some slack, but at the same time, you also gotta reward people when they are uh, up for rewards, and you gotta punish when they don't uh, exceed because that's the only way they're gonna learn. So the fact that she's doing this, she's not only hurting herself in the long run, and, and she she's can't a, see it. And the fact that it's going to prolong it, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're gonna be arguing about it for the longest, and you, guess what? You're gonna get to the point where you're gonna argue about it so long to the point you're arguing to yourself because nobody else don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. And that's where I am. Like she'll she'll call and say something. I'll be like, okay, girl, make your decision. You have to do what's best for you. Period. Hey, hey I'm gonna just tell you this. Go to blackpeoplemeet.com. Hey, have a good conversation. <laughs> you never know. I'm scared of that internet, <laughs> the internet dating. Internet dating. Internet dating. Okay. Hey, no, I don't fuck with that internet dating because now Snapchat got that new filter where you can change gender. Man, have you seen? Oh, cat. No. Catfish. Catfishing can happen at any second. Now I can actually send you a video Video clip of me (laughs) as a girl. Yes. (laughs) Or a boy. I did that uh, picture. And like I, I feel like I'm a beautiful woman. It's a Ramona. I hate you. I I was an ugly. And then dude. Ramona said, "No, you was scary as shit." <laughs> and like I had a night, like I had my hair laid out, and I still had frizzy coming because I'm like, "Bitch, I'm natural." Yeah. But <laughs> then I has also got a beard yeah. too. So the fact that like that I was shadow. like, "Yo, I'm like I look like I had a mane." But my makeup was on point, though. 
a hot mess. <laughs> I I propose that we take a picture with the Snapchat filters nah, bro. and put them on the page. No, nah, I can't do that. Do it. Do I, it. I do can't. it. I can't do that. And the only other thing is I found my inbox on Messenger, and I'm going to read y'all one of the messages I got. I keep telling y'all. Let's see if it's real, y'all. First of all, his name is Nayamika Good Luck Miles. That's his Facebook name. (laughs) Don't know who this dude is. Yeah, that sounds like somebody who want to make you his queen. There you go. No. Greetings, dear. Greetings, comma, dear, comma. I got DM you on your messenger, comma. Hope you are doing great. No. Damn. He just saying hi. No, bruh. <laughs> don't say hi. He just saying what's up. That, no, I'm okay. good. Don't see this. Is why? Why you can't let him be great? I'm deleting his messages as we speak. Damn. He might have a little illiteracy problem, but I mean, just dear comma. That's just like somebody saying, oh, he just might have a little employment problem. He don't never go to damn work. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's his problem. But his he, keep Ill- the, he keep the house clean. No, his illiteracy <laughs> is his own issue. Oh, I found. Oh, and here I found another one. I won't read this name because y'all might actually know this dude. It says. <laughs> Like seriously, you looking so beautiful and so specious. Are you is angle? Can you watch me love to NY more better? What? Exactly. <laughs> Hold on, let me see that. Let me see. <laughs> I looked at the dude. Was... He put a number on here. <laughs> oh, bro, this dude tried to take a picture at an angle, and I could see that he got the TV in the background. Mm-hmm. They don't have a uh, entertainment system to put the TV on. Okay. Floor. <laughs> he got <laughs> tiles. Hold on. Why did he get uh? Oh, he like. Oh, he didn't like his uh comment. He put what? a sad face. He put a sad face because I didn't respond. Oh. <laughs> damn. That's what I wanted to tell you. That's, That's even what depressing. I to show you. <laughs> like seriously, you looking so beautiful and your spices. Are you is angle you can watch me love to and NW more better? I have no idea what the rest of that was. So, this is I almost say like this Mr. Smith is really looking really sad, but Mr. Smith looks extremely sad and his message is being deleted. Yo, yo, DM's kind of sad, yo, exactly. So, y'all be here talking quality, y'all be talking about y'all DMs be dry. At least y'all DMs don't be looking like that. (laughs) DM looking like, or you have the one waving, wave, 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 you're beautiful, and. <laughs> I'll fuck around with my wave back, and then you get that. <laughs> y'all both waved at each other. He's like, "Hey," and I just said, "Ghost him." I'm like, yeah. Delete, delete, delete. All right, y'all. Well, <laughs> is that that's it for you? Yeah, that's it for me. Life is great. All right, life is good. Life is great. Thank you for the food on this plate, Lord. Thank Ooh. you. Oh, where's the plate? Nowhere. Oh, okay. But anyways, uh, <laughs> everybody. As always, it's been a pleasure with um listening to us ramble on our um bullshit. I thank you for uh taking the time to listen to us. Everything that y'all do is good in our book. Uh, thank you for this uh episode uh between ratchet and righteousness. Woo-woo. You know, sorry for us taking a long hiatus. 
you gotta understand we're working with most black people, so excuses fly some time to time. Oh, the shade. And you know, niggas always gotta do something because if it ain't people, paid, it's kind of like listen, yeah. if it's about if it ain't about the money. So don't be if y'all start paying us, we could be more. Co- I could get, I can make them asses go ahead and do this every day. But if we ain't gonna get paid, like can't please share the podcast. Because I was gonna say, like that's what I've been trying to do. I'm trying to get this uh point where we actually start making a little bit of coins, and then everybody feel obligated to actually come here more often. I feel obligated because some people got actually like some of in this podcast community I'm part of, they got some daily shows, and I'm like, damn, they do this shit daily. Daily, they're not doing anything else. Well, and then their shows are uh, much smaller. Like they're they're staying like probably like. Maybe five to ten minutes. It's oh, a ten okay. minute show. Okay. So and it's uh. So every they day. get content every day. Yeah. But well, we I mean, give we you good that. long content. We give you the thought provokings, and then we start talking about shit amongst each other. Oh. Or I could just have conversations to myself and just include no, y'all onto n- it. N- no, you already talk to yourself enough. <laughs> you know. <what? laughs> Ain't shit women are out here, y'all. <laughs> and see, I started to say something, but we would have gotten in trouble for that, so I'm glad I didn't say it. Ain't shit. Ain't shit season. <laughs> Happy mental health awareness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for uh taking us time to listen to us. I appreciate y'all. And as always, stay ratchet. And righteous. What the fuck?